Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hello everyone, it is the build-up show, Liverpool, Sheffield United, it is um, the late kickoff on Saturday because the Premier League and scheduling and television and all that rubbish, um, I'm Paul Machen, Ross Chandley joins me, Emma Sanders joins me and Georgia Stevens join me as well for this one, um, Ross, three away games back to back, done, we've got three home games looming, not that that necessarily means anything these days, um, but it will be nice for the Reds to get back to a little bit of home comfort I would imagine, Um it's 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 another big game, you know. I mean, they're all big games at this point without falling into the sense of cliche. But having gotten through Ajax, we know we've had a couple of injury problems and what have you. The the Champions League's a, a wonderful distraction, but Liverpool need to get back to the business of putting points down in the league. Yeah, and after the Aston Villa game and Everton game, you want to win on the board, don't you? Um, yeah. You know, it, it's been a while. I think there's a Carabao Cup loss in there as well. Like you know, Liverpool's record at Anfield, as we all know, is spectacularly good um, keep that going please that that would be great but I think the Ajax game helps um, just for all the concerns and worries and stuff that we have without uh, you know Virgil van Dijk not being there and how we play and stuff like that Sheffield United I imagine will be a, a different test and not to discredit them or the way that they play but you know it's a, it's a physical game and, you know touch wood obviously we don't pick up any more injuries but we need three points because the pressure is piling already on the, on the Premier League the way that it's going. Um, I know it's a bit up and down with, with scores and stuff like that, but you know, com- comparatively to what we've done for the past two seasons, it's not it's not our greatest start, but we need to continue that run and, and keep another three points on the board. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a good point about the physicality of it, and I don't want to you know intimate that Sheffield United are a team of brutes because they're not. They're, they play a good brand of football, Emma. But what we've seen Liverpool have some struggles with is is intense teams. You know, Ajax came at us with a lot of energy and a lot of verve in the attacking sense. Leeds United did something similar. Aston Villa is probably the prime example. Um, if a team decides to just go and give it everything they've got against us, that can be very hard for us to imagine. That has been the things that has caused us the most problems. So. Liverpool are going to have to match those energy levels first and foremost. Yeah, I think any team that that hurries you and sort of puts you under that bit of pressure, obviously, um, you know, you you have to sort of um, like think on your toes and, and react to that. And that's something where I thought um, our defence um, 
is probably if, if there is a weakness is is when is when they kind of hurry to kind of pass it out from the back a little bit more that's where i think some of um you know some weaknesses potentially come about and that's that's obviously what van dyke brings he brings that calmness and he sort of slows the slows the game down so that that's something that i think we will miss and and sheffield united like you say will bring that but look i think i think it's the best time to play them um they've not won a game yet this season um you know they were knocked out the carabao cup they're low on confidence you know that that could work both ways. They they could be coming out thinking, look, we've got absolutely nothing to lose against the champions, so um, they might just play with a bit more freedom and and the shackles off. But then also, um, you know, they've that they're, they're they're not full of the confidence that, that you know that that you would expect Liverpool to go to Anfield. And and I think I think they'll um they'll, they'll be fine. I think it'll be fine. I th- yeah, I think it kind of it can go both ways in that way, kind of, George. It is that I, I agree. I think it being a bit of a free hit, I think there being a big motivating factor of it being Liverpool will will add to them. It gives them that thing of like, go on, we'll just go and give it our all and really test ourselves. This will be a good measure for us. But equally, if it doesn't go, it's you've got Liverpool's aim will be to match that, to block that, to parry that, whatever you want to do, and then look to get in behind because I think if you can get into the mindset of the creeping doubts that might be getting into the Sheffield United players, that maybe things are going to be a little bit tougher this season. That's you know that's how that's potentially how you get this game won because you know if we can if we can withstand what everything they've got, which you know this is a team that's only scored what two goals I think um, this season so far. Um, yeah, that psychologically could play into Liverpool's hands. Yeah, I think Sheffield United last season came out of the box and then they've done themselves incredibly proud. I mean, under Chris Wilder, they played some some great football, but this season they've definitely looked more like a promoted side than they have before. Um, I think Billy Sharp came out either today or yesterday and said that, you know, we this game against Liverpool should be kind of not to be too, you know, disheartened or going into a fear in it, but more, you know, use it as a measure to show how far they've come as a club in, in years gone by. And that in itself shows the mentality of Sheffield right now. It's very much, it's almost like a testimonial match for them to be like, look how far we've come. I know we're under a bad form at the moment, but look at what's going. And you've got to bear in mind, they've got three really tough games coming up now. They've got Chelsea, Man City and us. it's not a great run for them. Mm -hmm. So they'll be really wanting to even just scrape a draw from this because if if they get, you know, tongs basically, it sets up a real kind of downhill spell for them in, in three really, really tough games for any side. Yeah, absolutely. And, and and Ross, you know, the, the Liverpool's defensive issues are going to be there. We talked about this on the final word show, but, you know, I think as fans, we feel a little bit, we've, we got to breathe a big sigh of relief that Liverpool got through the Ajax game unscathed, particularly with the, with the clean sheet. Um, but there were, as, as Klopp mentioned, plenty of things that needed to be improved. We did ride our luck. There's a couple of dodgy moments from the goalkeeper. There's a, you know, a shot that Davy Klassen rattles off the post. Just a couple of bits and pieces that we're going to have to sharpen up on, and I know no Sheffield United will be looking to capitalise on anything they can, and yeah, Liverpool having any any even fraction of uncertainty at the back will be seen as their opportunity. That will be Chris Wilder be saying they've lost Van Dijk. There's nothing to be scared of here. Go and give your all. Yeah, I think we can still take confidence from last night's performance in defence, but it's not the perfect picture, is it? It's never going to be because these things kind of take time to to develop. Um, I, probably, and again, without throwing them under the bus, I think 
Adrian will come under scrutiny in this game, particularly mm-hmm. for, from Sheffield United. And again, because of the physicality, you're right. They're not they're not a, a team of brutes or they're not a long ball. You know, they, they play overlapping centre backs, which is just a mental thing in in itself. But they get bodies forward, which is what you're getting at before. When we've seen like when Leeds United come with and people commit and they go at Liverpool, that's where we struggle. Even with Van Dijk in defence, you know, it could be the same case. But you know, if you're looking at short on confidence, it's it's that relationship between the goalkeeper and probably the central two in defence but you know you're going to have set pieces you're going to have you know corners whatever else you're Sheffield United because they're physical because they're aggressive because you know they're so passionate about the way that they play in first balls and second balls I'll be putting people on, on the goalkeeper I'll be putting people inside the six yard box as and when you can because as soon as you get that little tiny moment of weakness you know we saw it with Liverpool they were very good at it last night you know there was a couple of spells and, and kind of do that but that's how you get at Liverpool now because you know you can try all you might, you know, trying to stop the front three, but, you know, it's never always going to happen or whatever midfield we do, we, we've got options to, to set up. It'd be interesting to see if Thiago plays this game or, you know, whether, we, whether he's able to do or what front three we pick, um, you know, because we've got the, the fresh legs in that sense. Sheffield United have had a bit of a break, so they might be a bit more fresh than, than we are. Yeah, I mean, the one big question for Sheffield United, Emma, is, is Ryan Brewster, when whether they actually throw him in for this game. Um I, I really want him to succeed at Sheffield United, but I really don't want it to start here um, because, you know, at the moment there's no benefits to us. It's all well and good if he goes and cuts the throats of all Liverpool's rivals throughout the season, like, you know, in a Danny Ings fashion or Fabio Barini fashion from 13-14. But, um, no, like, he can have a great career and he can work his way back to Liverpool. That would be ideal. But, yeah, not, not, not now. Not this weekend. I'm always really fascinated by players who who leave and and come up against their former clubs so early on because especially with this Liverpool side, Jurgen Klopp's got a very a very tuned in system. Um, we all know that, and all the players have to buy into it, and they've trained and trained and trained on this like countless occasions. So Rian Brewster will know the way that Liverpool play down to a T. So it'd be really interesting to see whether Sheffield United do decide to to play him because if there's anybody in that squad who um, can try and find the nuts and bolts and the weaknesses and the holes and the gaps in defence, then it would be Rian Brewster because he's obviously got that inside knowledge. So I find that really fascinating. Um, I, th- I think I think they will do that. Um, but at the same time, you know, from a Liverpool standpoint, they've played against Rian Brewster in training. Um, you know, Joe Gomez is more than capable of, of dealing with him. And that's not to diminish Brewster's talent, but... I think there's a reason why he didn't, you know, he, he hasn't stayed at Liverpool and that's because he's not, you know, he's not getting in, in that front three and the likes of Joe Gomez and Fabinho and Trent and Robertson will have been training all week against the best front three in Europe. So I think, you know, they would absolutely fancy themselves and if anything, they'll relish the opportunity of kind of putting Brewster down a peg a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, just want to draw people's attention because we haven't talked about it yet, but there is um, active backing for a boycott of the televised um, coverage of this game, which is I, I, it's, it's a tough one. And I, I, look, I, I wouldn't like to, to to single individual people out in this regard, but what people are largely saying is that you know, if you don't want to watch, the, if you don't want to watch the match, if you want to boycott it, but you fancy doing something else with the money, but then do the no, donate the money to the food banks or to local causes, um, fancy and food banks we've been a big advocate of them over over the recent years and yeah they can always do with a little bit of extra help particularly in these kind of trying circumstances um it's it's a it's an odd one isn't it georgia because you know we, we've talked to death about the about why these games are being televised and i think there's a fundamental level with 
fans not being in the ground, the clubs are looking to gain a little bit more revenue back, which I think at its heart isn't, you know, is ne- isn't necessarily an evil cause. But fifteen quid to watch a to watch a game of football, particularly given the current climate, it's a, that's a that's a big ask. And I think the boycott for me certainly is as much about letting the, the Premier League uh, and and the broadcasters know that. At the very, at the very worst case, it's just that is just too much money for a one-off game of footy. It's that it's the the one-off nature of it. It's not a pass. It's not something that you know we've seen with Amazon Prime or we've seen along them lines. Just to use the example of, it's not something that you know you're buying in and you're getting six games of football because they're the ones that won't be on telly. It's it's a one-off purchase constantly. And and that is something that's just not right, in my opinion, of, of you know. And I think we're in a privileged position as Liverpool fans, that, as champions, that most of our games won't be behind that kind of paywall yeah. because Liverpool are exciting to watch and they're the top team and they're the big team. It is the likes of your Sheffield United, your Newcastle. I mean, this is the second game in six days that Sheffield United fans will have to have paid for. That's £30 in six days that people don't have. And and so I get it. I, I completely get that for them to boycott that and to not do that. It, it It's their decision. And, and I'm sure there's other ways that people will find and enjoy the game without kind of having to reach into their pocket. You're outside the country now, Georgia, so it's probably going to be much easier for you to pick up all the games in better coverage for much cheaper now anyway. So, yeah, um, yeah, good luck good luck to Georgia for that one. Um, Ross, what are your thoughts on this? It's just, just the same thing that Georgia said, basically. But the other thing to take into context in this as well is, like, it's per household. Like, you know, you mentioned the current climate, like, and I said this last week on a show, like, I can't, if my dad, brother, and I want to watch it, it's 45 quid. I can't go to me dad to go and watch it. I can't go to me brothers. You know, we can't go. If, if, if boxing's on, for example, or used to be on, you know, a couple of months ago, yeah. pay per view sound, you get all your mates around, you have the beers, and like you're chipping in. You know, then it's a quid, two two quid, depending on how many mates that you've got. Um, 15 quid for me. Um, you know, <laughs> <laughs> before someone else says it, I fucking Just cut myself down. It, but that's, that's the point, isn't it? And, and, and it, shouldn't, it shouldn't be. Uh, Liverpool on, on, and that's not what you were saying, George. Liverpool on, so it doesn't really matter for us. It should be a, uni- a united thing for fans to say Sheffield United fans shouldn't be paying fifteen pound or thirty pound within within a month to to watch the watch their team. All football fans should unite in this. It's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, Georgia. I think on top of that as well, what's really annoying is that the the technology and everything we've got and all those great things that we've seen come out of this kind of pandemic is you know. Skype's updated, Zoom's updated, suddenly everything has those little things that you kind of wanted and you can now have is to pay £14.95 for the exact same thing that you're going to get on Sky anyway when it's not broke. There's nothing that's changed. There's no special kind of insights that are now able to be. We spoke about it when coronavirus first kind of reared its head of we hope that maybe there's some kind of broadcasters look at, at different ways now that stadiums are empties they've now got the ability to kind of try and test things and they're not and they're just trying to cash in on it and it, it just kind of stinks that game that was was it Sheffield United Burnley was it that was the, the pay-per-view game apparently there was a massive kickoff because there was no pre-match amble there was no half-time analysis or anything like that it was literally just a game for 15 quid which fucking stinks even more like you know 
you want some you want some content to go with your football if you're paying 15 quid don't you it's telling it's telling that they they haven't they haven't released the broadcast numbers on that and i think they've they've got it all hinged on liverpool here because they know liverpool have got that sizable fan base and look and this is the point i don't want people picking but this is not this shouldn't be used to make fans turn on fans because there will be people who, who pay it because there's people who for whom they can't they want to access that game and they don't have another way to access it and look most of us here and we obviously we can't advocate various things have the ability to fi- we'll have the ability to find a way to watch that game without paying 14.95 for it is what I'll, is what I'll say on that but there will be people for whom it's this or it's that on the radio and for them it, it probably feels like a, a, like an option I hope that Liverpool enough Liverpool fans are able to, to, to do something about it to, to make a dent because I think Liverpool have the ability to move the needle here and if if because if, if this game doesn't get numbers it might cause a little bit of a rethink because if you can't sell enough to just justify it to Liverpool fans then you're not going to have a great job of selling it to anyone else Georgia I think as well it's important for us as fans because of what's been going on with Liverpool Football Club over the past few weeks of you know Project Big Picture we've now got this European Super League in a time where I hate to go down those roads like roads and talk about them but in a time where Liverpool above the board are kind of forcing this narrative of this global club that we've absolutely rinsed Man United about for the past God knows how many years for the fans to say, do you know what, that, that's not us. That's not, you know, even though we've got the privilege of, like I said, not paying those games and not playing, those courses are still not lost on us because, again, yeah. it, it's very much still, it's it's just because it doesn't affect you doesn't mean it doesn't affect anybody. And I don't think that, you know, Liverpool fans can be lost on that and and it, like I said it, it's those like Sheffield United and Newcastle and people further down the table that you really have to kind of empathise sympathise for absolutely um, yeah uh, yeah. so yeah look ultimately make your own decision on it if you would rather donate that money to a good cause then we would suggest putting it towards the fan support and food banks I think it's at S food banks on Twitter if you want more information uh, about that those guys are absolutely fantastic do a, a brilliant job really dedicated um, to, to, to striving against food poverty in the city of Liverpool so yeah if you want to do that do that look, ultimately if you want to pay it you know pay it and do, do what you want to do there'll be no judgment on our part on this but hopefully that the Premier League do see sense uh, in the coming weeks off the back of this uh, at the very least bringing the price down and, and, and perhaps beyond that just having a bit of a rethink about the whole situation um, uh, you know up from top to bottom really uh, right we're going to have a very short break but we have got a quiz question for you guys to keep you entertained uh, we're going to give you the answer to this in a moment who uh, obviously Rian Brewster's joined Sheffield United but who was the last Liverpool player uh, to sign for Sheffield United to leave Liverpool to join Sheffield United and you know what because I'm feeling, I'm feeling bang up for it. I'm going to give you a bonus question as well. Who is the only current Liverpool player to have played for Sheffield United? Uh, answers are after this short break. The second Redmen TV book, Champions of Everything, is available for sale right now. It comes in two editions, the standard edition and the special edition, which comes signed with a custom message of your choice and with a limited edition Redmen TV sticker pack as well. The book is huge. It is A4 size and it's chock full of insight. Photographs uh, from around the world following the mighty Reds who were reigning European champions, who won the Super Cup, who became champions of the world 
and then capped it all off with a 19th league title becoming champions of England. The book looks at the highs, lows, absolute insanity and bitterness of rival fans and some of the craziness from our own fan base as well along the way. It is available now on the Redmen TV store. Get involved. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome back. Yes, the Champions of Everything book is available right now. I absolutely love it. It's one of the, one of the favourite things. Anyone who got last year's book, it's it's very much in a similar vein, but we've really upped the ante on this one. More pictures, more insight, more comedy, more moments of entertainment. Perfect time to get yourself uh, a nice early Christmas present boxed off as well, particularly with the uh, special edition. Uh, you can get a customised message in there, and we've done some daft things, and I'm sure we'll get some daft requests, and we have to fulfil them, uh, because that's the promise that we made to you guys at home. Uh, so yeah, get involved the link will be in the description or just find the red men merch store as well so the quiz questions we asked beforehand uh who was the last liverpool player to join sheffield united anyone want to take a stab no no, no. Is it close? Is it close? um oh okay uh europe he's a european cup winning captain Phil Thompson, come on, that's fine. Um, <laughs> Phil Thompson was the last player to join, uh, join and he was the only current Liverpool player, so a member a, a currently owned by Liverpool Football Club who's also played for Sheffield United. Georgia. See, that makes me think that it's like someone on loan and a <laughs> Yeah. Is it like Nat Phillips or someone? Ooh, no. 
You are right, it was phrased very deliberately. It is a Liverpool player who is currently out on loan. Anyone? Marco Gruwich. (laughs) No. We got a shout from Cy from the gallery. The shout was Ben Woodburn, and the answer is, in fact, Ben Woodburn. Yep. There you go. Really good. Um, Right, Okay. let's get back into what Liverpool are likely to do for this game. Uh, I would imagine, obviously, Jürgen hasn't done the press conference for this one yet, Ross, but Thiago and Matip will likely be doubts for this one. You know, it's only been a week since they had had scans for injuries. Uh, If they're back, great. Um, I think the good thing, if Fabinho's performance means we're a bit more chill about you know, a, a Fabinho Gomez partnership is only going to benefit from more time together. But equally, if Matip's back, it means we've got Fabinho as an option for the midfield, which is also great. Yeah, um, I think it's important not to rush these players back, particularly with Joel Matip. Like, he's, he's made of glass, isn't he? Um, you know, he's, he's Sheffield United, the, 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 the game that you really want to chuck him into. We mentioned their physicality and what they'll do. There's no need to rush him back. We've got another game next Tuesday, I think it is. Um, in, in the Champions League, you know, you can you can bed these players in. And why would you change it as well? You know, the centre-back partnership takes time to develop a relationship and an understanding. If it if it's worked, then don't don't change it, in my opinion. I'm, I'm quite happy to see Fabinho there. I like the fact that we've got options within midfield. You, you know, you could probably add Naby Keita into that, which I thought was a bit strange that he was, wasn't even on the bench last night. Um, but hoping that, the, you know, he may, might play some part on Saturday night. So, you know, we can still fresh things up within the midfield. And probably the front three as well. We saw Shaqiri play, you know, a little cameo in midfield in one of the Carabao Cup games. So, you know, you, you've got options there. But so for the back four, concerned. You just kept the clean sheet. Fine, keep it. Yeah, yeah, no, it is an interesting one. And Emma, it's, I mean, the front three thing, I've seen, well, we got a comment here from uh, Jordan Redson. Firmino needs to be dropped. Jota on the left, Salah middle, Mane right. Might piss Firmino off. He'll be fired up for the next time. Um, I think the fact that all three of them come off, I think we've been trying to, we've been trying to protect Bobby a little bit. And I don't, well, I say protect, you know, I'm presuming protect because it, because obviously Jürgen loves him. Maybe we are trying to cajole him back into form or whatever. It stands to reason to me that the fact that we took the front three off says the front three will probably all just start this game yeah I I, I think that's it um, I don't see how how Firmino is being dropped for this especially against a side like Sheffield United who are just going to run run and run you want somebody like Firmino who's just going to relentlessly press them um, off the ball um, that's not to say that that Jota doesn't doesn't deserve to start because you know Georgia mentioned this on the final word show like yeah I think his performance when he came on um, for the half an hour um, against Ajax was was brilliant so I expect to see him at some point but I think right now for Liverpool it's just about riding through these games until we can get as many players back as possible obviously we're waiting for Allison to come back when Matic comes back when Thiago comes back and I think um, I think we just need to just do enough um, in these next couple of games until we uh, until we get that sort of um, quality and depth back again yeah the only uh, slight concern I guess George is we saw you uh, we mentioned it and it's probably nothing to be too worried about of the man I think he obviously did have the ice pack there was talk of him carrying a dead leg which should be fine you'd imagine by the weekend but there is a, a situation there where again the games are coming thick and fast Jot has been absolutely sound so far actually really exciting I don't think anyone would be too bothered if you said to Sadio Mane, I tell you what, you, you do the flip reverse, mate. You do, you know, Jota does an hour and you do 30 minutes in this. Exactly. I think if that was the change that we saw in the front three, nobody would be too too bothered because I think for once that, that switch, when we've seen it done in the past, it, it's been frustrating because it's obviously Mane or, or Mo or Bobby are getting rested and we've had to fill that gap. Whereas with this, I think, you know, Jota's... Whether they're getting rested or not has has deserved has has done enough to deserve a starting place. 
Um, so it'll be exciting, and uh, I would like to see him start. But at the same time, like you said, I think with what's happened and the decisions that Klopp made, that that you know, the, the front three will be starting. And, and kind of like what Ross said, I'm excited to see Fabinho against Sheffield United. I think Fabinho is just made for this game. I think if he wasn't the price tag that he had, he'd be able to quality Sheffield United player. I think they'd love him. Um, yeah. So for him to be at the back there, kind of relishing getting stuck in, it'll, it'll be something exciting to watch. Yeah, definitely. Um, Ross, anything mad that you do for this for this game? Um, I, I get the, the argument for Jota, to be honest. Um, Careful. I know. <laughs> Somebody did cross my mind, but I won't say it. Um, yeah, I, I think the front three is probably the only one where you can kind of mix things up. You, you can kind of afford to without without doing too much damage. But I'll make the same point that I made on the final word. The fact that Jota and Minamino were fantastic when they came on, but the game was a bit more open then. Sheffield United won't be like that for the first, you know, well, certainly first half, first hour, depending on how the game's going. If you can get yourself ahead, there's still enough psychologically for Sheffield United to be concerned with our usual front three to say, listen, we need to buckle up and, and, and defend properly. Um, and again, it's about keeping things fresh as well. I think you can have one eye on the game on next Tuesday. You know, I'm not saying that's going to be a piece of piss by any stretch, but, you know, it's everything's so high pressure in the Premier League. Every game's must win. We know this from the past two seasons, you know, and ultimately, again, I said on the last show, every every 11 you put down is a gamble. And you have to see it pays off, but I think it's it's less of a gamble when you're playing Manny, Mo and Firmino. In a side, yeah. and you've got Jota there. Who, you know, he's, he's he's a great understudy for, for Sadio Mane, but you know he's not the worst person to bring on as a substitute and have that injection of pace and energy, like like Taki did last night as well. And you know, still yeah. cause problems, and you have to manage the whole game. Yeah, well, and again, the beauty of what we've just done there really is that you've created a world where Jota, Minamino, and even Shakiri, you could I wouldn't necessarily want to see all three start. I wouldn't really want to see even two from three, but you could actually put any one of them in for 60 minutes here and given one of the front three a rest. And I mean, and this is the beauty of it is that that's fine. That's what that's having a squad. And we're all, be, we'd all, I think, be reasonably qu- quietly confident. Well, not even quietly confident. We'd all still be very confident of Liverpool getting the results, even if you did have to bring one of those lads in. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think that, 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 you know, that was what Georgia was saying. If if we were to see Jota in the starting lineup, I don't think anyone would be disheartened by that. If anything, it would be the opposite reaction. There'd be like a, a quiet excitement over um, kind of to see those um, those three, whatever three combination that might be, including Jota, and um, to see how they sort of played from from the start. But I mean, for me, I'd, I'd quite like to see Curtis Jones play again, to be honest. Um, like my understanding was Navigator was left out um, for Ajax as a precaution. Mm-hmm. So um, I think... I think half and half between him and him and Curtis would would be quite nice um, with Henderson and probably Wijnaldum in, in that midfield three. Um, that's assuming Thiago isn't fit. Um, but yeah, I'd quite like to see Curtis again. Absolutely. Okay. Well, let's get some score predictions then. Um, George, I'll start with you. Uh, I'm going to go three one Liverpool. I, I right. don't see that clean sheet staying. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, Sal. Uh, Ross. I'm going one 0 Liverpool. Same same sort of performance against Ajax. Just. Protect the defence, get a grab a goal, three points on the board. I'm happy with that. Definitely. Emma. A clean sheet as well. Yeah, I'm I'm going one nil as well, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I yeah, I I can see it being a tight game. I can't see Liverpool necessarily blowing Sheffield United away, but you know, the the, the opportunity certainly there for Liverpool to lay a market down. The clean sheet is almost again psychologically just continuing to build on that message. 
that's the most important thing for me. I'm not even asked about how many we score. Obviously, get the win, but if we manage to, if a one nil, I'd, I'd rather a one nil than a three one in some regards because again, it just says that if Liverpool can just show they're quite resolute, then yeah, again, you're starting to rebuild that aura for the coming for the coming weeks and months. Um, yes, in the post Virgil Van Dijk apocalyptic world that we see laid out in front of us, uh, hopefully it won't be too bad. Uh, right, yes, let us know your thoughts. Uh, what you, eleven you would be putting out? Um, what score? you think it's going to be. I'm going to be back later on on uh, Thursday afternoon doing the start of 11 prediction in the absence of Chris Pajak. Uh, it means you might get to use the the, the, um, the finality app that he's been using. Let's see how I get on with that. That should be good fun. Also, we are doing a merch reveal uh, over on Twitch. It's just twitch.tv forward slash the Redmen TV this afternoon. Our 10-year anniversary merchandise is ready to roll and I'm going to be revealing it, unveiling it live on our Twitch channel. So if you're into Twitch and even if you're not, just go over there um, give it a follow and yeah, I will see you guys over there later on. Uh, oh, before we go, Sai just pointed out to me, we have had a super chat come in. Um, Sai, just read it to me because I can't see it anywhere else. Um, Oh, here we go. Got it. Kenneth Lloyd. Yes, got it. Just in time. Adrian Trent, Fabinho, Gomez, Robertson, Henderson, Wijnaldum, Thiago, Jota, Mane, Salah. I think rest for me enough for this one. Love your work, Redman TV. We love your work as well, Kenneth Lloyd. Have a fantastic day. Have a fantastic uh, afternoon. I'll see you guys. Yeah, two live streams coming up later on, both here and on Twitch. Hope to see you on at least one of them. Other than that, we'll be back for the watch-along commentary uh, on Saturday evening. We'll see you there. Ta-da. Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustolium. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 